I'm Alana Rocha with a brief look at the latest news in Texas politics and policy from the Texas Tribune. Section 8 vouchers help the poor reach better neighborhoods. At least, that's the idea. And while states and cities across the U.S. have outlawed discrimination against voucher holders, Texas is one of just two states that's done the opposite. In 2015, the legislature passed a law that ensured landlords cannot be punished for discriminating against families with vouchers. The impact is clear in Houston, where one in four families who receive housing assistance never gets to use it. According to a Texas Tribune analysis, the majority of Houston families who successfully use their voucher end up living in deeply impoverished neighborhoods. About 90 percent of them are black. Read our complete investigation in partnership with Reveal now at texastribune.org. Not even two weeks out from the 2018 midterms and politicos already trying to size up the field for 2020. Many, including columnist Ross Ramsey, are looking at those who eked out narrow victories as top targets in the next go-around. A list of barelys that include five of the 12 Democrats who won what would have been Republican seats in the Texas House. Five Republicans who will be going to Congress in January are also seen as vulnerable after scoring wins in the mid to low single digits. People living in State Senate District 6 in the Houston area already know who's vying to replace Sylvia Garcia, who won a seat in Congress. Four candidates filed for the December 11th special election to replace her. Two Democrats, Houston State Representatives Carol Alvarado and Ana Hernandez, announced their candidacies long before Friday's filing deadline. Two lesser-known contenders are also running, Republican Martha Fierro and Democrat Mia Mundy. The heavily Democratic SD6 covers parts of the eastern half of Houston, and stretches farther east to include Pasadena and Baytown. Early voting for the special election begins November 26th. A state appeals court has deemed Austin's paid sick leave ordinance unconstitutional. Friday, the Austin-based Third Court of Appeals said the ordinance is preempted by the state's minimum wage law. Passed in February, the ordinance was originally set to take effect October 1st and would have required most employers to offer eight days of earned sick leave for a year of work, or six days for employees of businesses with fewer than 15 employees. A number of powerful business-aligned groups sued over the ordinance. State Representative Matt Krause, a Fort Worth Republican, has already filed a bill ahead of the upcoming legislative session that would ban cities from requiring employers to provide paid sick leave. Start your day with the latest on this and other news by signing up for The Brief at texastribune.org slash subscribe. I'm Alana Rocha with The Texas Tribune. You've been briefed. The Brief is sponsored by Texas Children's Hospital. Trailblazing care whenever you need us. We'll be right here at texaschildrens.org.